Yeah. Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. And I'm Corbett Heller. And we're both tired as fuck. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the day after Thanksgiving. It's Black Friday. We're both exhausted from our Thanksgiving meals. Mm. Um, and, but we're here. We're here to do this. I know that there's like a chemical in the turkey that makes everyone tired after they eat it. But I feel like at this point, like this deep into our lives, it's just like... It's tradition to be super tired the day after Thanksgiving. I think I yeah. Well, that's true. I also think that it's just an old wives' tale. Yeah, because like, like I'm sure I've it's eaten there, but... much more turkey than I ate yesterday in my life, and I usually don't get that tired that quick. Also, like, do you think you have more turkey on Thanksgiving than you do in like an average like turkey sandwich? No, I think I genuinely have less because there's so, so much many other food. More, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I fill up on stuffing and mashed potatoes and rolls and... And biscuits. Biscuits. Dude, I had like five biscuits yesterday. (laughs) I was so happy. Yeah, it was a good day for biscuits. Mm. Good, good, good. We got Amish biscuits. Oh, uh, did they help you raise a house? They didn't, but, you know... (laughs) uh, Yeah, I got nothing for that. (laughs) I I don't know. All right, anyway. um, Football's still pretty boring. Um, Lions suck. Not boring in terms suck. of the games. The games are all fun. I've been enjoying the <laughs> season. But in boring in terms of nothing was really happening. Um, oh, did you see yeah. that um, Michael Thomas dropped a pass? Yeah, 198 straight receptions over 401 days. Yeah, 22 games. That's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah, like the fact that we're, it's even worth talking about is nuts, even in, in this passing comment. Like we probably would have talked about this even if there was something big going on because that's absolutely insane. Yeah, like... We can't get through four passes to each other. No. In our backyard with no pressure. <laughs> yeah, like and it's not like we are complete dweebs who can't throw, you know, balls at each other. We're not exactly Joe Montana and Jerry Rice over here, but we are exactly adequate. And yeah. we still, you know, we struggle. As most people do. Yeah. And uh and this guy went 22 full-ass games in over a year in the, in the NFL without dropping a single pass. Being the only wide receiver on his team capable of catching passes. Yeah, he's like um, the anti... What's that guy in the Steelers who dropped six in like the first Oh, two Dante Moncrief. Dante Moncrief. He's the anti-Dante Moncrief. Yeah. Well, he's not in football anymore, so... Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, baseball's doing this new thing. Some of y'all people might have heard about it. They're doing the all-MLB team. Uh, for 2019. So, for anyone who doesn't follow the sport, baseball does have the all-star team, which is usually the equivalent of, like, the NFL's Pro Bowl team or the um, NHL's... No, the NHL does it mid-year, too. Uh, but anyway, or, or probably more like the, the NHL um, all-star team, or um, all-NHL team or whatever. Right. An end-of-year award is what I'm getting at here. Pretty much every other league has an end-of-year award uh, or end-of-year positional group acknowledgement for who was the best at their position in that season. All-pro. The all-pro in the NFL is probably a better comp because that's not... There is a fan vote for this all-MLB thing because they want to get people involved, but it is also going to be voted upon by other bodies. Uh, Which is smart because fans can be fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, they sure can. So the MLB is trying to... 
get into that sphere, I guess we could call it, which makes a lot of sense because the All-Star game being midseason is fun. It's fine. It's tradition. It's good. But the fact that there's no end-of-season acknowledgement is kind of odd because it's like, all right, all you need to do to have like that All-Star thing is to have half of a good year. Look at Josh Bell this year. Yeah. Monster first half and absolutely disappeared in the second half. Still an all-star. And that's not uncommon. Or people who have like mediocre first starts to their season and then shred ass the rest of the year. Jack Flaherty. Yeah, Jack Flaherty. Uh, Seth Lugo last year, I believe, mm, which yeah. is like 1.9 ERA in the second half. Zach Wheeler did that too last year. Oh, no, that's probably who I'm thinking of. Zach Wheeler yeah. is who I'm thinking of. Whatever failed Mets pitcher it is, <laughs> um, which is all of them except for Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so we figured we could look at so they uh, they've released their voting pool, which players are going to be eligible for you to vote for, <laughs> and um, we figured we could take a look at that and talk about it. So, Corwin, shall we get started? Yes, we shall. Okay, so not all players are eligible for this. It is not divided American League, National League. It is simply the position group. Um, and I'm not sure what the cutoff point is for who is eligible because we will see. I mean, obviously we're not we're not voting between all 30 players at the one position or more, depending on um, uh, what's what I'm looking for. Platoons. There we go. So the first base position is can be voted upon between Jose Abreu, Pete Alonso, Josh Bell, Freddie Freeman, Yuli Gurriel Jr. No, he's not Jr. Just Yuli Gurriel. Matt Olson, Anthony Rizzo, and Carlos Santana. Um, all right, so first off, are there any players you think that this is missing? Um, first baseman. Uh, Mac Munchie had a good year. But um, did he spend most of his time at first base? I don't even know. I think so. Because he's, I mean, he's, isn't he I like. I know Bellinger played there partially, but I don't think the Dodgers had anyone else to play first for most of the year. Um,. The Dodgers are a problem child of a team, aren't they? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm really struggling to see if there's anyone I think is missing. I wanted to see if I can find like a war by position thing because I'm pretty sure Baseball Reference has that. But um, no one I can think of that's that's truly oddly there. Uh, No, oddly not there. But who would you vote for amongst that group? Uh, I think it's a two-horse race between Pete Alonzo and Freddie Freeman. Um, I know Alonzo has the power numbers, but Freeman, I think, is a better all-around first baseman. So I think I'd give it to him there. Um, but, I mean, if you're going to argue for Pete Alonzo, I'm not exactly going to put up a huge fight against you. Yeah, I think Pete Alonso, it's so tough because he has those 53 home runs. Yeah. It's so tough to not go with that. Um, I think I actually did vote for him when I did this. So I'd probably, because I voted. Did you vote? I did, yeah. Did you, who'd, you, who'd you vote for? I voted for Freddie Freeman. All I right, mean, granted, I, the only real major advantage Freeman has over Alonso is the batting average and Pete Alonso really just has the home runs over Freddie Freeman so it's really just which one do you prefer and man now that I look at it like the difference in average is like 35 for Freeman um 
And then what is that, man? 15, 15 home runs for, for Alonso. One RBI yeah. for Freeman. Again, these it stolen bases is here. I didn't, even, I didn't even peep that. Stolen bases is a stat that they care about. For first baseman? Yeah, okay. Yeah, right? Look at how many zeros that look. Two, one, zero, six, five, zero, five, four. So Freddie Freeman has the most stolen bases amongst the first baseman you can choose from with six. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, all right, so Fangraphs has it. That's what I was thinking of. So the war leader for first baseman this season was a tie between Pete Alonso and Max Muncy. There you go. But I'm going to guess Max Muncy has too many plate appearances at like second. That would make a I lot think of he sense. does. He did spend a lot of time in second this year too. Yeah. Is he on the ballot for second base when we get to it? Um, yes, he is. There we go. That would make sense then. Uh, other noticeable. What's the opposite of um, ab- absentees? Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, ninth most um, first baseman F war. Josh Bell, who I actually think was there, right? He was, yeah. Yeah. So I guess just Paul Goldschmidt not being there kind of weird. Christian Walker could have been there, I guess. Yeah, he had a great last uh, or the great end of the season. Yeah. Um, oh, Trey Mancini for the Orioles, but I think he's technically in the outfield right for this. Field, yeah, left yeah. field, something like that. What um, about Luke Voigt? No, he was he hurt, hurt a lot. Too much. Yeah, yeah, he was hurt too much. So Did he end up being uh, qualified? I don't think so. Mm. He missed a long time with that sports hernia, which is a weird term. <laughs> would, would, would Paul Goldschmidt being on this ballot change your, your thinking at all, or would you probably still vote for who you voted for? I'd still vote for who I voted for. Yeah, I think the same. I think it would have been uh, nice to see Paul Goldschmidt, but I don't think I care What enough. was the war difference between... Uh, oh, I already changed house. Uh, I don't give a shit. Go back. Ah, uh, oh, somebody from the back. <laughs> uh, war difference for what? Uh, Alonzo and Freeman. Freddie Freeman was fifth most war with 4.0, so actually probably tied for fourth with Anthony Rizzo, and Pete Alonso had 4.8, so he's a 0.8 more war for Alonso. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't Which bust is anybody like, for going with Pete Alonso because it's, it's a difference. It's yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. What it's, is it they say, like, if it's within one war of another person, they're comparable? I haven't heard that, but I believe it. Yeah. I think it's uh, if you go on like a baseball reference, like when you hold your cursor over it, I think it gives you that kind of. Yeah, baseball reference is good because it gives you context for things. I like, like context. Yeah, it's just very helpful, especially if you're looking at a stat for the first time. All right, second base, we have Ozzy Albies, Jose Altuve, DJ LeMahieu, Whit Merrifield, Max Muncie, and Jonathan VR, who the Orioles just cut. Which is still insane to me. I don't understand. We'll they get are, to that in a second. They are trying to lose. I don't. All right. Anyway, um, who would you have voted? Who who did you vote for? I voted for DJ LeMahieu. I think we all know that I did, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyone, before we look at the war leaders, anyone that you can think of that's missing from this list that you may have uh, voted for instead? Second base? Maybe Frazier from the Pirates, but I can very much understand why he didn't make the list with these other guys. Do you think that Altuve got... Um, I'd love to see the breakdown of, of how well voted for people were, because I'm willing to bet that Altuve's voting suffered a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm because sure of the all of the Astros suffered significantly. Yeah, because like Gurriel doesn't stand a fighting chance to win in first base, because mm-hmm. he's... Um, Let's see, where's Alonso? He's 60 full OPS points below Pete Alonso, so he's not even in. He has the second lowest OPS of anyone up for voting in yeah. first base, so that's not even a factor. No, not at all. But, 
Altuve. I mean, former MVP winner. He actually has the highest OPS out of all these second basemen. But, uh, you know, there's a big whole fuck the Astros thing going on right now, and he was deep in the middle of it. So Why, why are people saying that, Josh? Oh, you didn't hear? No. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, they stay. They... I heard there was this thing with this guy called Jim Boy. Yeah, um, Jimbery <laughs> McGillicuddy. Um, exposed that the Astros are all actually fish people. Jimbury McGillicuddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I, I also voted for DJ LeMayhew, my guy. If not for him... If not for him, I probably, probably would have voted, voted for Altuve. I probably would have voted for Whit Merrifield. That's fair. Just because I, I like the Royals for no good reason. I, th- I think the power with Merrifield... Like, I think Altuve had like twice as many home runs. So the biggest... Uh, Missing person is Cattell Marte of the Diamondbacks, although he did spend a lot of time in outfield. Really? Yeah. I think he was second base in like left field or some shit. Um, I'm sure he is on the list somewhere for something else. Colton Wong, also not there. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Glaber Toros, though he is in the shortstop category. Um, And Mike Moustakas. Yeah. Those are the people in the top ten who were not there. Did uh, Moose make it? For, I think he made it for third baseman. Uh, uh, um, uh, no. Oh, there he is. Yeah, a lot I'll of third take baseman. That written apology, sir. Fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, DJ Lemayhu, most war of all second baseman outside of Cattell Marte, but we're going to count him in the outfield because apparently the MLB is. So, yeah, I feel I feel good about that. Uh, all right, so let's take a brief aside and talk about Jonathan VR. Why the fuck did they get rid of him? He's worth four wins above replacement. That's I an all-star. absolutely no idea. Like, And he's good. And he stole 40 bases. Granted, he stole 40 bases because they let him keep stealing all the bases he wanted to try to steal because the Orioles suck and it doesn't matter. Let him get his personal achievements. But at the same time, like, he has the ability. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good hitter. He's always been a fantastic base runner. He can hit for power. He can hit for decent average. He's not, you know, a major liability defensively. And he's one of the few veteran presences that yeah. they have in that in that locker room right now. So did, I did they give any reasoning when they did this? I'm gonna if if I was the Orioles and I had to give a reason, I, my reason would be well, we have young players in the farm system that we want to give time to at the major league level. And Jonathan VR is just not viewed as part of our future. Um do you know how much he's making next year? Fucking peanuts, probably. Um, I don't even see any... any. Um, oh, there's a salary information. So, this year, in 2019, he made $4.8 million. That's fucking nothing. Yeah. Last year, he made two point five. As I'm assuming, So, I'm assuming this is the last of his ARB-eligible season... Or of his rookie contract years. Okay. Because this is just not much. Um, and he plays valuable positions. You know, yeah, middle infield man. He's projected next year to have a uh, 262, 326, 428 slash line for a 754 OPS, which um, which is fine. You'll take he's pro- he's projected to get 30 stolen bases next year, which is valuable. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get he's not like the world's greatest player, but he's totally fine. There's not many guys in the 2020 club, let alone the 2030 club. Ooh, do you think he requested it? I, I mean, I would guess that he did because I just don't see why the Orioles would make a business decision to do that. 
because think about think about it from Jonathan VR's end. It's either all right, trade me if you can, get whatever value you can, and if not, let me just be a free agent. Like I just want to be on a different team. I don't want to lose. I could actually see that honestly. Yeah, I definitely could too. I mean, he's played for some not so great teams. He's played he for got some traded off the Brewers right as they started to get good to yeah. the to the um, Orioles. Played for Houston when they fucking sucked. Yeah, when they were bad, bad. Man, that's those aren't good teams to play for over yeah. his career. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because uh, 2015, I think is, I think that's when they made Houston made their first wild card game and got bounced. Because I think 2016 was the year they bounced the Yankee. No, 2016, 2015 was the year that they made the wild card game and beat the Yankees. I think. So I, I think that remember. I think that Astros team was okay. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Third base. <laughs> uh, no, shortstop, sorry uh, Tim Anderson, Javi Baez, Xander Bogarts, Francisco Lindor, Jorge Polanco, Marcus Simeon, Trevor Story, and Glaber Torres Who did you vote for? Uh, Bias me, jumped, and went to vote for Francisco Lindor um, And then I actually looked at the numbers and realized, holy shit, Xander Bogarts had himself a monster season Yeah, he did He had a great year um, I voted for Gleyber Torres because you know who I am. Because bias, yeah. If not for him, I probably would have voted for Tim Anderson. I just love Tim not Anderson. Bogarts. No, because I just I, I you know how I love these sad sack teams. Yeah, it's true. And Tim, I like Tim Anderson. I think he's a fun player. He's on the White Sox. He hit three thirty five, which is stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, well, not that it matters. Obviously, Xander Bogarts had the better season. At, with a three ninety with a nine thirty nine OPS to Tim Anderson's eight sixty five, so you know Xander Bogarts had seventy additional points on his OPS. Obviously, the better year, but uh, yeah, I, I I can't help but liking who I like, Corwin. That's why I like you. Oh, that's kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I vote for players who have the better seasons because that's the point of this. So I voted for Xander Bogarts. Bitch. Uh, so do you see any noticeable um, people missing here? I don't think uh, I do. I don't think so either. There's a lot of guys there. Well, let's see what Fangraphs has to say about that. Um, <laughs> Alex Bregman somehow counts in this category. So He, he played shortstop when uh, Correa was hurt. Yeah, so. I didn't, just didn't think he'd have enough to count. Um, Marcus Simeon's there, Bogart, Story, Baez, Paul DeYoung. Is, was, he, was he there? No. No? So. Oh. Well, then he's missing. Well, they really fucked over the Cardinals with this. Yeah, right? That's strange. <laughs> yeah, fuck all of their gold gloves. It was made by a Pirates fan. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I would believe you. I don't know, I why, don't know why, I, why you would either. The MLB would put something I was like, yeah, no, a Pirates fan made this. <laughs> uh, Jorge Polanco, Jonathan VR, Glaber Torres... Uh, Trey Turner, Tim Anderson. Trey Turner was on the list, was he? Uh, no, no, he wasn't. That's interesting. Yeah, I definitely uh, think he should have made the list. Same, although shortstop is such a stacked position yeah. all the time. I can see it a little bit. All right, now it's time for for third base. All third right, this base. is gonna be a big one. Nolan Arenado, Alex Bregman, Chris Bryant, Matt Chapman, Rafael Devers, Josh Donaldson. Eduardo Escobar, Yoan Moncada, Mike Mustakas, Anthony Rendon, and A. Eugenio Suarez. Who'd you vote for? Eugenio? It's actually not. It's A. Eugenio. 
Really? Yeah. I have never once heard anyone pronounce his so name that way. So all the way up until, well, not until um he started like fucking towering in the home run race last year, I never heard anyone fucking pronounce it. So I was also yeah. saying Eugenio Suarez, and then he was, you know, he hit the forty nine home runs and led, um, not led, he led um all the baseball for like a hot minute before Alonso took it over at the end huh. because he was he was right there, you know, it was yeah. like him and Trav and Pete, you know, good boy Pete. Good boy, Pete. Yeah. Um, Pete. And so everyone kept talking about A.U. Henio Suarez, and I was like, oh, fuck. I had no idea, but that also makes, like, a lot of sense. This is a bit of a tangent, but do you remember back on the uh, the cup-winning pens, uh, Connor Sheary? Yeah. So apparently, like, three years into his time with the pens after winning two Stanley Cups, he did this interview, and he's like, yeah, no, it's, it's actually pronounced Sherry. I just... I just never corrected anybody because, you know, wasn't a big deal. But I, I kind of figured people should call me by my real name now. Well, it's like, um, it's like Zach Britton on the Yankees. Everyone assumed it was Z-A-C-H, and he, um, like, seven, six years into his MLB career, he was signing his first contract with the Yankees after he got traded there. And um, he signed it with a K, and everyone told him he was wrong. And he was like, no, like, that's actually how you how you spell it. And his wife was Jesus like, you know, Christ. Zach, you should probably like start telling people this so, because you're like signing important legal documents. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And um, that's how everyone found out six years into his career that he's that's that they've been spelling hilarious. his name wrong literally everywhere. I never knew that. I would spell it Z-A-C-H. Yeah. So th- and then his Players Weekend jersey was with a K. Really? Yeah, that was his nickname. Like the sentence with a K? Yeah, I believe so. I love that. Yeah. The Yankees did right on the Players Weekend jerseys this year. Yeah, I really liked that they J. were all black. Dot. It was oh J Dot that was a good one. <laughs> um all right. So who did you vote for for third base? Uh I initially voted Matt Chapman because I have a love affair with Matt Chapman, but in my quest to be completely fair, I gave it to Anthony Rendon. I genuinely don't remember who I voted for. It, so looking at it on a clean, you know, I think it was Nolan Arenado. Again, I can't argue with that. Nolan Arenado is fucking amazing. Yeah, this is such a deep, deep um, category here. Uh, Jesus, you know what's so weird though is like, why have Mike Mustakas there? Yeah, he didn't really do great on. Anything compared to other guys. Yeah, I mean, this is still a very tidy season. An yeah, 845 like, OPS is a, is a lovely season, but they're clearly showing that they have flexibility on the number of people per category since second base had, like, no one in it, and third base is enormous. So if that's the if that's the case, like, why put Mike Moustakas there? I have no idea. And it's such a funny juxtaposition because above him is Yoan Moncada's 915 OPS, and below it is Anthony Rendon's 1010 OPS. So his Monster. 845 OPS just looks so small in comparison. Yeah, especially uh, Matt Chapman's 249 batting average. That really stuck out for me. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. That was like the big thing that held me back from voting for him straight up. Also has the lowest OPS of anyone eligible for voting in the third base. Yeah. With his 848. No, second lowest to Mike Mustafa's Mike 845. But Mike Mustafa's... Oh, no. Eduardo Escobar's eight thirty one. Mm. Yeah, why are people? Some people shouldn't be on this list. Matt, Matt Chapman, Chapman, I get. Yeah. yeah, because his glove will always be a contributing factor. Because he's a platinum glove every year. He's so wonderful. 
I say, is there anyone missing from this list? But I don't see how that's possible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's all 30 teams right there. Um, by war, it was Alex Bregman, Anthony Rendon, Matt Chapman, Rafael Devers, Nolan Arenado, Yon Mankata, TJ LeMahieu. So skipping that, Josh Donaldson, Chris Bryant, A. Eugenio Suarez, and I'll add one more for Eduardo Escobar. I mean, there's guys like Justin Turner there, Jose Ramirez, who just, you know, Manny Machado. They just didn't have tremendous years. Yeah, it's crazy. So Manny Machado is 16th on this list with 3.1 war. And if we go back to second base, which is a much lighter category, 3.1 war would have put him at ninth. Damn. Seven full spots just higher. Just behind Jose Altuve. Yeah. Ahead of Whit Merrifield, so damn. Yeah, third base is just so stacked right now. Um, all right, so then that should bring us to the outfield. Nice. Oh, catcher. My bad, catcher. Oh, I always dear. forget about those damn pesky catchers. Yep, hiding away back there. We got, oh, small category. Wilson Contreras, Mitch Garver, Yasmani Grandal, Roberto Perez, JT Realmuto, Gary Sanchez, and Christian Vasquez. Who did you vote for? I wanted to vote for Roberto Perez because he's an Indian and had a tremendous season, but I ended up voting for Yasmani Grandal. Good choice. Thank you. Very good choice. Uh, I voted for... Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Um, I love him. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do. Although, I, yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is all the people you kind of expected to be here. Um... I like that they put framing there. I think that's really interesting. I was very happy to see framing there. Yeah, the only one who's negative is Gary Sanchez, who's negative four. Um, no, uh, Mitch Garver was negative three. Oh, you're right. I missed that. I'm sorry. I thought that was positive. Yep. Uh, Roberto Perez. No, uh, yes, Monica Grandal leads it with plus 13. Um, I think he was, I think we talked about this. I think he was the second best framer in all of baseball in 2019. Yeah, so I want to know who was higher and didn't make the list. Probably someone who sucks at batting. Um, Yachty maybe Oh you know what Yachty would be a great choice Yeah That is kind of his thing Isn't it Unfortunately Damn fucking Cardinals So there are only Four catchers Who batted enough To be eligible Um, That's fucking hilarious Yeah Because it's just Or qualified I should say Because it's just It just doesn't Ever happen Um, They don't play enough Because they're Always Hurt Or Need days off for day games after night games, stuff like that. So, setting the minimum plate appearances to 300. Our catcher war leaderboard in order is JT Realmuto, Yasmani Grandal, Mitch Garver, Christian Vasquez, Roberto Perez, Wilson Contreras, Gary Sanchez, James McCann, uh, Robinson Chirinos, and Tyler Flowers. Would any of those people sway your voting? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Tyler Flowers is going to steal it away from Yasmani Grandal or JT Romito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or James McCann. He had a good season. He did, but I wouldn't vote for him. No, I would not either. And neither would the White Sox. <laughs> well, they haven't got rid of him yet, so maybe. Who knows? He'd uh, be one hell of a backup catcher. He'd be one hell of a backup catcher. All right, DH, it's between Jordan Alvarez, Nelson Cruz, Edwin Encarnacion. J.D. Martinez, and Jorge Soler. Who did you vote for? I get that he didn't play the full season, but Jordan Alvarez was so fucking good, I had to vote for him. Yeah, it's almost like he cheated. <laughs> but, like, damn, yo. You can't you can't cheat by hitting 
you can't you can cheat but like he hit the ball so far you a bitch <laughs> you a real bitch he's the only astro you're I such a stat for. slut i am a stat slut i'm a dirty slot slut uh, I voted for Jorge Soler for the same reason that I would have voted for Whit Merrifield. Because you just like the Royals. I just like the Royals. Like, there's so much to like. He had 48 home runs. It's so cool. To the uh, baseball gods listening to this, give me a, a vote and uh, don't give one to Josh because he is biased. I can't help but like what I like. Um, For the war end of this... Again, we're using FWAR for uh, DHs in order. Nelson Cruz, Austin Meadows, Jordan Alvarez, Jorge Soler, J.D. Martinez, Edwin Encarnacion, Shohei Otani, Hunter Pence, Shinsu Chu, and Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt, who (laughs) played 118 games. Actually, the fewest games here uh, on the leaderboard is is, uh, Hunter Pence at 83. I don't even... like. Didn't he actually get voted into the All-Star game? Yeah, because he played the whole first half. That's insane. Well, he played. He played most of the first half. Then he got he got hurt at the tail end of it. Right. So it was a big conversation. Like, should uh, Daniel Vogelback get in because he's still playing right now, or should we vote in um, Hunter Pence, even though he's like on the IL right now and not the best DH? He had a really good season. He wasn't nearly the best though. But he had a good season. Mm. One twenty eight WRC plus. Mm. That's a good season. But not all star level. Well, Especially at, at the time. No, at the time he was. At the time he wasn't. I don't at the time he had the highest. I don't believe you. He had the highest OPS plus of all DHs at the time. I don't remember that episode. So we I'm talked about it. I, no. We did the math. Was I this surprised back then? Because I'm sure if it I was, was, it was a big surprise back then. Yeah, I don't know. We were both really shocked. You know what? Fuck you, Hunter Pence. <laughs> I only liked you when you were on the Giants and the Phillies. Totally forgot he was on the Phillies. Oh my god. I almost bought a Hunter Pence Phillies jersey. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, now we're at the outfield, and then we'll have the very tricky conversation about starting pitching. Uh, I think outfield is ridiculously easy this year. Uh, I think so, too. <laughs> um, I'm not going to read all these names just because there's... Uh, oh, that's actually not that many. Um, Do all it. Right. Ronald Acuna, Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Charlie Blackman, Michael Brantley, Bryce Harper, Max Kepler, Ketel Marte, Jeff McNeil, oh, okay, Austin <laughs> Meadows, Eddie Rosario, Juan Soto, George Springer, Mike Trout, Christian Yelich. Who did you vote for? Now, granted, this is the outfield. You, It's not right, center, left. It's just the outfield, so you pick three. Bellinger, Trout, Yelich. Yeah, might my, my need to. It's, it's so easy. I don't even know how you could have an argument with any one of those. Yeah, you really can't. Obviously, if you have biases, then you can swap some players out. Like, if you are a Nationals fan and you wanted to vote for Juan Soto, I I would obviously think you're wrong, but I could. he's still a great player. <laughs> you know, I get it. Um, when I was scrolling through this, I was like, oh, Bellinger, see that, click on it. And then I scrolled all through, like, none of these guys, none of these guys, none of these guys. Oh, Juan Soto. All right, I'll put a placeholder check mark right there. And then it finished with Trout and Yelich. I was like, oh, I can't I can't do that to Juan. You see, here, here's Cattell Marte with his 981 OPS. Such a good season. Uh, they should have put him in for, like, second base or shortstop. I know. He, he would have won second so easy. Yeah. Um, they did him dirty. Yeah, this feels like a pretty easy category. There's not too much to talk about. I am surprised Max Kepler has an 855 OPS because he had an amazing first half. Mm-hmm. Um, to see him at kind of a relatively normal number is kind of weird. Also, Eddie Rosario being here with an 800 OPS feels just disrespectful to Eddie Rosario. I agree. Why even put him here? I agree. 
Like, that's so weird. Because there's no... Like, I think Brett Gardner had a higher OPS than that. Really? I think he did. Good on Brett. Because it's 800. Like Jeff it, McNeil had a 916 OPS. Jeff McNeil's pretty good. I know. I just... God. Out of nowhere. So the top 10 outfielders by war were... Mike Trout, Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger, duh, duh, duh. Gatel Marte, Mookie Betts, George Springer, Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Chris Bryant, and Aaron Judge. Woohoo! Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Just behind him, that also tied in war, but just not put at the top of the list for whatever reason Bryce Harper and Jeff McNeil. So, yeah, look at that. I'm going to look up Brett Gardner real quick because I actually am pretty sure that he had a higher. Because this was that weird year for him. I am genuinely surprised you don't have Brett Gardner's baseball reference page just bookmarked. Um, well, yeah, I need something to jack off to every day. Mm-hmm. Brett Gardner this year had an OPS of eight twenty nine. Brett Gardner should have been on the all all MLB Damn. team. I I will die on this hill. Damn. All right, so there's a lot of pitchers. You got to pick five. Um, how about I just read the name and you tell me if you would have voted for them or not? Sure. Because I don't want to read all of them and then go back because there's so many, you know? Um, Shane Bieber. Well, I mean, I know what my five guys are. Yeah, but I'll read them and then you can just tell me. So I'm circling back all the time. Got it. Shane Bieber. Nope. Walker Bueller. Nope. I don't think I voted for Walker. I might have voted for Walker Bueller. I'll say maybe for that one for me. Garrett Cole. Yes. Yeah. Same. Patrick Corbin. No. Interesting. I don't think I did. Jacob deGrom. Yes. Yeah. Jack Flaherty. Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> Lucas Giolito. No. No. Sonny Gray. No. No. Zach Greinke. No. Oh, I don't remember. I was close. I was between. I definitely voted for Clayton Kershaw. Who's next? I th- think I did. I don't remember off the top of my head. I was we on the have, fence. What do we have on left? Him. We have two left. Yeah. I know where one is going. I might have to loop back around. That's fine. Lance. Uh, Lynn. No, 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 no. I I definitely didn't vote for Kershaw. Okay, Lance Lynn. No. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Mike Miner. Also fuck that guy. Yeah, no. Charlie Morton. No. No. Eduardo Rodriguez. No. No. Hunjin Rue. No. I think I... I know I wanted to. I'm not sure I did. Hun- uh, Max Scherzer. Yes. Yes. Mike Soroka. No. No. Steven Strasburg. No. I don't remember. So All right, so Strasburg. I definitely voted for Verlander. As did I. Who's the last one. Yes. So, I definitely voted for Verlander. I definitely voted for Scherzer. I definitely voted for Kershaw. Cole. I, and Cole. So, I don't know where my last vote went. Right. My last vote was kind of where I wasn't certain, but I went with Flaherty because of how astronomically good he was in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, this... Oh, God. There's there's a, like a good like seven or eight good choices here for this. Which is... Great. Oh, it's love wonderful. It. I love it when there's this many good pitchers. I'd much rather have to spend more time deciding because of like like picking between two great pitchers than like settling for one. Right. And I'd rather have to pick between two really good pitchers than like two really good first basemen. All right. The last category you can vote for is relief pitcher. You get to pick two. I'm just going to read them all out and you can give me your two. Aroldis Chapman, Ken Giles, Josh Hader, Brad Hand, Liam Hendricks, Seth Lugo, Roberto Osuna, Taylor Rogers, Will Smith, Brandon Workman, Kirby Yates. Who did you vote for? I voted for, um, man, I know I voted for Josh Hader. Surprise, surprise. And I think I voted for Liam Hendricks. 
I voted for Araldus Chapman and Kirby. What? You voted for Araldus Chapman? You always had that N. It's not there. Araldus. Araldus Chapman. Yeah, I will never say that. I know. I refuse. I will not change. Yeah, I voted for Araldus Chapman and Kirby Yates. I mean, that it's a 1.19 ERA. This is, this is the first time we've whip. had completely different uh, selections. Yeah, no overlap. No yeah. team. We're the best. Around. Nothing's gonna ever break me down. I forgot the words. That's okay. Around. Uh, yeah, so that's the end of it. Uh, I, so what do you think of this idea? I love it. It's so great. It's so much fun. It is fun. Baseball it, should be fun again. It's a great step forward. Um... Oh, let's look at um the pitching war. I didn't look at the pitching war. Yeah, we f- we fucked up. So let's start with uh st- let's start with starters and then we'll relief with relievers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by FWAR, these top ten pitchers were Garrett Cole, Jacob Degrom, Lance Lynn, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Charlie Morton, Steven Strasburg, Shane Bieber, Zach Greinke, and Lucas Giolito. I still don't understand who Lance Lynn is. Stop trying to make Lance Lynn happen. He's it's never going to happen. Happened. It's so fucking weird. Yet he has happened. He has empirically happened. I don't understand. We uh, are just like two cranky old men refusing to let Lance Lynn be a good pitcher. This is a cloud I will yell out every day. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all pretty much what we said. Like Starting pitchers feels easy. It feels right yeah. there. Yep. Relief pitchers. The top ten by war were... Liam Hendricks, Kirby Yates, Josh Hader, Seth Lugo, Taylor Rogers, Brandon Workman, Felipe Vasquez, who was not on the ballot for obvious reasons. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone should vote for him, even if he was an option. Nick Anderson, Araldus Chapman, and Ken Giles. So you voted for the number one and number three person. I voted for the number two and number nine person. I was really hoping Chapman would be number four so we could have that kind of... That would have been cool. I didn't realize that Seth Lugo was that fucking on it. Oh, wait, but he had some starter innings, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was He was like a long relief starter, then moved to like a, a closer type for the Mets. So That's tough because he has 80 innings, which is actually fewer than Liam Hendricks, but the Athletics use their relief a pitchers lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, How many did Hader have? Hader he had, had 75.2. Really? Yeah, so fewer than, than Lugo. I didn't realize that. I guess they really uh, slowed him down the second half. Yeah, af- outside of Liam Hendricks, who has the most innings pitched um, in the top 10, it's Seth Lugo. And then to find the next person with 80 innings pitched, you have to go all the way down to number 19, Yusmero Petit, which is, again, another athletic who gets a ton of innings. Yeah, because so. their starting pitchers suck. <laughs> Do they have those? They had one, and then he got suspended for 80 games. Oh, isn't that tough? Yeah. So there's been a, a, a little bit of free agent moving and shaking there, Corwin. The moving and the shaking. So uh, I think we talked about it already, but Jose Jose Abreu signed an extension with the White Sox, three hundred fifty million dollars. That feels normal. Uh, again, I really do think we talked about that already. We did, yeah. We talked about it when we talked about the uh, White. Signing Alex Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Travis Darno <laughs> signed with the Braves, two years, sixteen million dollars. We talked about that. We did? Yeah. Oh, good. Good for us. Is there anything else? Oh, Kyle Gibson got traded. Or no, got signed. Sorry, he wasn't traded. He oh, was signed. Okay. Kyle Gibson got signed by the by the Rangers. Three years, $30 million, which is, I think, the exact same contract they gave to Lance Lynn. Which maybe it works out. I, mean, I don't think it will. Hey, that's what everyone said about the Lance Lynn contract. Yeah. Everyone was like, why are you giving that's why multiple I'm... years and tens of millions of dollars to Lance Lynn? And then, boom, third most valuable pitcher in baseball. That's why I'm kind of being hesitant about it. Because, like, I don't think it should work. Kyle Gibson is not a good pitcher. But maybe they'll make it work. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe whatever uh, pitching magic the Astros had gleaned off onto the Rangers. And there's yeah. just some deep Texas pine tar happening there. Um, I I really hope it works out for them. Although, if I was a, a Twins fan, I'd be fucking furious yeah, and scared. I, who are they going to have pitch for them? Is Jose well, Jake Perez going to pitch like 600 innings? Yeah, they might as well. I'd love that. <laughs> J- yeah. I don't think he would. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> Um, so the only other thing of interest that happened outside of the um, uh, Orioles cutting Jonathan VR for no apparently good reason. Pronounced Villar. Is it? I thought it was VR. No, He's Hispanic. It's 100% VR. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. You just always give me shit for pronouncing L's. Like what? Whenever I pronounce a Latin name with L's in it, I always say the L's and you're like, no, oh, they're silent. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you're usually wrong about it. And I accept that. Oh, Drew Pomerantz signed with the Padres. That's something. I thought he went to... Oh, he was on the Giants. He went to the Padres. Yeah, which yeah. is weird because it lists his 2019 team as the Red Sox, and I'm pretty sure that he got traded from the Red Sox true. to the Giants. Yeah. People on Twitter were going crazy about him signing with the Padres. Why? I uh, Apparently, he's like a super sleeper, going to be a really good pitcher for them, but... Well, he's transitioned to a reliever with the Giants right. and had a and great reliever really good season. At yeah. That. I just, you know, we'll see if it sticks. I think... The the thing is, if you are if you're a Padres fan, you got to be excited because if you're a Padres fan, you're probably saying to yourself, "All right, we just need pitching and we're good." Yep. And what have the Padres done? Nothing but pitching. Yeah. So you got to feel good about that. But there is one weird thing that did happen um, with the Padres. With the Padres, they traded um, Julio Urias and one more person. Um, it's Luis. Arias. Oh, is it Luis Arias? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Julio. Who would be Julio? Julio Rodriguez? He's another I have prospect. no idea who I'm thinking of. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, Luis Arias got traded to the um, Brewers for Trent Grisham. Well, it was actually a four-player trade. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find the other players right now. I think it's Eric Lauer. Yes, Eric Lauer. In exchange for uh, Trent Grisham and Zach Davies. Yes. Yep, that's it. Okay. How um, do I remember that fucking like random ass fucking trade throw in? But I dude, can't remember anything of importance. That's the funniest fucking thing about baseball is like you remember some ridiculously niche yeah. player from like forever ago, and then you can't remember who's like that all star first baseman from your favorite team. Yep. Fuck, dude. Like I probably couldn't even name you the starting lineup for the pirates that i watched all season because i'm retarded yeah it's but uh it's tough i know trent christian is a outfielder for the brewers that had an error in the how final sad playoff it's game. gonna be his last moment yeah. as a brewer um so what you have to assume happened here <laughs> is uh they wanted zach davies because he pitches okay that's fine sure. so did eric lauer yeah yeah uh, Neither of them were particularly great at it, but no. maybe they liked Zach Davies' skill set better. So, all right, we'll call that a push um, because they definitely didn't need to send um, uh, Julio. Uh, I was about to say Julio Urias again. I don't know why I'm saying that. Luis Arias. Uh, I was about to say Luis Arias <laughs> now from the Twins. <laughs> Luis Urias to to get to get Zach Davies. They definitely didn't need to do that. So I'm going to no. say it's, it's Luis Urias to get. Um, Trent Grisham and I think what I heard from a Padres person is that they feel good about the who have the second baseman is in their depth chart behind Urias that they have someone down in the minors 
that's supposed to also be really good. But the thing is, like, Urias is young, under team control for a long time, very promising-looking player. Yeah. I feel like you could have gotten a lot more. Like, he got called up this year. Yeah. He didn't do terrible. He didn't do great. He didn't light the world on fire like people were hoping. But but he had, a, he had a nice season. You know, for a rookie, it's not like he fully imploded. And honestly, like, I own Trent Grisham in my Dynasty League. I would... F- I He's not that great of an outfielder. He's good. He's not great. Yeah, and... I don't I, get it. I get that, you know, maybe outfield is a position of need for the Padres. I'm, I think it is uh, personally, um, but I don't deal with that with that team very often. But I just can't imagine trading away a very promising young player. Uh, all right, so let's see what he's got here. So he had in 2019... Oh... This is not as good of a season as I thought it was. Oh boy, is it like real bad? Uh, slash on of two twenty three, three twenty nine, three twenty six for a six fifty five OPS and a seventy six OPS plus. Okay, that's pretty shit. How many games did he play? He played in seventy one games. Oh fuck! Yeah, he was really bad. Yep, four home runs, one triple. How hilarious would it be if, if the, it was average for a player to hit 25% of his home runs for triples? Like, like so a player with 40 home runs has, like, like 30 or 10 No, like, like yeah, like, like 10 triples. That'd, That'd be great. Cool. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. Triples are just so fun. They're so much fun. Way more fun than home runs. Eh, not way more Because they're rare. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, uh, he had 48 hits all of last season. That's really bad. Yeah. It's 48, you said? Yes. In 71 games. Yes. That's really bad. Uh, he had 0.6 OR. He had 0.6 DWAR. So as much as we don't typically care for DWAR, we can at least say that he wasn't a negative value player. And it's it's odd to see someone's DWAR the same as their OR. Because that's almost never the case. Yes. It's so much harder to accumulate DWAR than it is OR. Yikes. Yeah, it's uh, that's not great. Look up uh, Trent Grisham's stat line. Yep, I'm about to. So, in theory, if they do have someone behind him that they're excited about, they can still rely on that. I'm going to be honest. That that's not what amazing. I remember him looking like. Oh, my God. I didn't realize he would look his, like that uh, at all. His, is his hair longer? It, it was something. Like, I think they, for his profile pic on uh, Flea Flicker, at least, like it was him not wearing a hat, and he didn't have a mustache, and his hair was like really short and really curly. Did not look like that person there. That's hilarious. All right, so his slash line, 231, 328, 410, very 738 OPS and a 90 OPS plus. So still not great, but better. Yeah. Um, his DR is also positive. His OR is also positive. Um, so it looks like he would be a mild step up. You could – all right, I'm, I'm going to make – The Padres just have so many outfielders, man. I'm going to make an argument for why this is good. Okay. Um. These are two players, two young players. Um, Urias is, how old are you, my friend? 20, 22, about to turn 23 soon. Trent Grisham is recently 23, so same age. So these are two players at about the same point in their MLB career. Trent Grisham at more of a position of need, although less of a valuable position, but performing better. He's like maybe a year of development ahead of where Urias is. And that year of development could be used on an equally good prospect as Urias. 
Um, and we're at the same position, second base, while fulfilling the position of need for them, outfield, because Hunter Renfro sucks. Um, and there's some other one, someone else in the outfield that's, uh, oh, bless you, child. That's not great. So, uh, therefore, this transgression trade makes sense. Yeah. I mean, looking at their numbers, they both kind of... Are okay. Yeah, they're... I... Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. I just kind of thought that the Padres, you know, have had Arias in their um, system for a good while. They were proud of him, too. Yeah, like, they they really liked him. They were going to have him start out the season on their opening day roster before the rest of the team was like, no, we'd rather have Tatis. And they switched the two guys out. And, yeah. One of those guys had a really great season. One of them did not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trent Grisham also uh, lefty bat. Maybe they wanted a lefty. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, they have such a crowded outfield. Where's he going to find the time? Oh, I'm sure he'll find the the, the time somewhere. Although it, it, it is a non-DH league, which sucks. Yeah. Um, I want to look up Padres' death charges to see who is in that outfield. I can't um, imagine it's anyone impressive. I mean, I know they have, um, what's his face, Renfro. Hunter. Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Uh, so Hunter right Renfro. now their uh, starting left fielder is Will Myers. Center fielder is... Margot. Yeah, M. Margot. And in right field, it's Hunter Renfro. Behind them are, are a bunch of players Hunter I don't Renfros? know. Yes, there's the Hunter Renfro in Oakland and the Hunter Renfro in I just in put Diego. that together. Yeah. Because you said Hunter Renfro. I was like, uh, that's a good joke, Josh. Why aren't you laughing? And then I was like... Nah, I don't know what this guy's name would be other than Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. There are two yeah. players unrelated named Hunter Renfro in California sports right now. That's that's pretty fucking dope. I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, what are the fucking odds? Uh, yeah, but then behind them are a bunch of dudes I do not know. Uh, so, Will Myers is still there for some reason. Uh, Trent Grisham, F. Cordero, J. Naylor. Frankie Cordero. Do you know? Do you have anything on Jay Naylor? I don't. I don't know who that person is. Hey Jay, did you Naylor? Did you go home sad? God, that's such a bad joke. Thank you. Uh, you should apologize. I will not. <laughs> uh, so this gives him the ability to stop starting Hunter Renfro, which they'll probably be happy about. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, he had a good season. Or Will Myers, one of the two. They both had good seasons. I don't Fuck believe you. you. Uh, as of right now, their starting second baseman is uh, G Garcia, or Ian Kinsler. I'd love to see Ian Kinsler start. <laughs> Greg Garcia. He's 30. He's definitely not the top <laughs> he's prospect. 30. No, he's we not. We were talking about Relationships. Brother of Drew Garcia. I would figure that would have said, like, married. <laughs> Do uh, we? Can you look up the Padres' top prospects so we could figure out who that second baseman is? Yes. Um, Padres' farm system? Uh, prospects. And MLB should uh should have the top thirty right there. Yep, you're right. Top thirty. Oh, Corwin speaking of the gospel of God. Um, their top prospects, let's see, there's a shortstop here by the name of CJ Abrams. It's probably who I guess what they would be talking about, because yeah. as the old saying goes, there's no such thing as a natural oh, second baseman. Xavier but, Edwards. Yep. I, re- I know that name. I don't know CJ Abrams. Yeah, you know, why are they always Xavier? They're never Javier. I like that name. <laughs> Well, because it's spelled differently. 
But you can pronounce the X's and the H's in in, in Hispanic. <laughs> well, fuck you. I don't know. So yeah, Xavier Edwards is also there, second base shortstop. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Yep, I'm confused. Oh well, yeah, well, we'll uh, we'll see what the Padres decide to do this year. But they have a pretty great farm system. That they do. A lot of positions that are going to be useful for them coming up soon too. A lot of pitching down here, which is very much important. A lot of pitching. So what they have? Paddock. They have. Garrett Richards, they have Zach Davies now. Yep. They have Matt Strom if they're going to let him try and be a starter again. Um, they Denilson also have LeMay. Joey Lucchese, Kyle Quantrell, um, R. Bolanos. Don't know who he yeah, is. I definitely don't know who that last guy is. And then they got the guys in the minors, Mackenzie Gore, Luis Patino. Gore should be up this season. I think Adrian, he's the top pitching prospect. Adrian Morjohn. I know that name. His cousin, Steve Lestron. <laughs> I feel like he's a character from, like, Robin Hood. He might as well be. Robin um, Hood and Little John running through the forest. I don't want this to happen anymore. Did you ever watch that movie? No. It was a great movie. Robin Hood, where he's a fox. Oh, I'm aware of its existence, but I never subjected myself to it. I really want to whistle the theme song, but that would just fuck with our audio so much. Yeah, which it's delicate as it is already. <laughs> um, I think I'm good. Do you got anything yeah. else to say? No, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can do so at JuicingPod. And if you want to email us, you can do so at JuicingTheNumbers at gmail.com. And um, the website, yeah, we have that. It's uh, JuicingTheNumbers at dot dot wixsite.com Slash. Pod. Website. Damn. Juice I've the numbers to like hundreds of these. Almost, almost. This is episode 95 coming out right now. We're five episodes short of 100. Can we do something special for episode 100? What do you want to do? I came up with the idea to do something special. You have to come up with the actual That's idea. That's not an idea. <laughs> That's a statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We could, we could brainstorm outside of the uh, <laughs> ending of this episode. All right. Well, uh, until, uh, until Thursday. Y'all have a good one. Bye.